Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. everybody welcome back to mark and sarah talk about songs it's episode 52 52 pickup we hope this joint will be a pick me up today before we get into that i am your co-host sarah d bunting and i'm here with bad bitch mark blankenship hi mark what up girl before we get into today's selection which is low by todd recall featuring rupaul mark has a little podcast business mark hit it yes so when we were uh, speaking during our Indigo Girls ranking episode about our fantastic episode sponsor, Aaron's Faces, I got enthusiastic in discussing the products and unfortunately misspoke, stating that everything in her line is organic and vegan. That is not actually true. Some of the things in her line are organic and some of the things in her line are vegan, but not all of them. Either way, we are still incredibly grateful to have Aaron as a sponsor of that episode. And if you want to go to Aaron's Faces, E-R-I-N-S-F-A-C-E-S dot com and input the code Mark and Sarah, M-A-R-K-A-N-D-S-A-R-A-H, you can get 10% off your order. Thank you again, Aaron, for sponsoring the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Mark, for bringing this dance break into my life. Please tell us why we're talking about this today. Okay, so those of you who listen to another podcast that Sarah co-hosts and that I sometimes appear on, Extra Hot Great, may know that over at Previously.TV, I write about the show RuPaul's Drag Race, which if you don't watch it, I'm going to just take a pause right now so you can go get your life and you can watch every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and then come back to me, girl, because at this point, if you are not watching it, there's a hole in your soul and I don't know what to do with you. I had to sing that. I was so serious. But one of the things that happens as an ancillary of RuPaul's Drag Race is that almost every queen in the show ends up releasing some half-assed whack club single. Sarah, have you had much experience with that, with hearing any of the terrible songs that the drag queens release? Um, I have not. I have, though, been a um, successful object of RuPaul's, like, I don't know what the word is, um, ancillary, I guess, marketing of her own singles um like at the end of the show and when queens are doing like videos towards the end of the season like i always end up downloading those hot hits because they all kind of sound the same but they all sound awesome yes like i made a jealous of my boogie joke to you on instant messenger like two minutes ago and that will be stuck in my head for the day oh and i have and it's not a bad thing i have i think at least six rupaul songs on my iPod. I don't even know exactly if that's the right number, but I have plenty of them, and you're absolutely right. Well, Todrick Hall, who is not officially a drag race drag queen, but has been a judge on the show many times, is also someone who is a former American Idol contestant who then went on to create a very contemporary type of fame with his viral videos he choreographed and performed in i think it was the virgin airlines welcome video and then he released this album last year called straight out of oz which is his (laughs) which is his reworking of the wizard of oz tale to be 
about basically himself and his attempts to make it as an artist. And then he adds some other stuff at the end about Black Lives Matter. And it's, by and large, a fairly good album as these things go. I think it gets a little bit narcissistic, solipsistic in some places where it's like, you're not actually that interesting because you didn't get a part you wanted. So why are you singing this many songs about it? But his his <laughs> talent as a vocalist and as a musician and his talent as someone with a massive creative vision is very clear. All of which brings us to the song that we're talking about today because this song, Low, was just released a few weeks ago as part of a deluxe expanded edition of the Straight Outta Oz album. And it doesn't really fit within the narrative of the album proper, but it absolutely uses the Wizard of Oz theme. And it is basically a song about hot people shaking their booties and RuPaul is featured and Sarah without further ado let's just listen to the clip yes turn up I'm the wizard I pronounce it too like somebody dropped a mother house on you get low I brought up the less satisfying singles by other contestants and people connected to Drag Race is to underscore how very satisfying this song is. If if RuPaul's Drag Race honestly gave us nothing other than this song, I almost feel like this show's entire cultural thumbprint would have been worth it. Sarah, I don't know how you feel about it, but I kind of I think I'm getting a clue based on some of the sounds you're making. I find um, this song to be hot fire. It, yes, the hottest, center of the sun, fire, um, nuclear fusion, fire, the beat is so hot. It's, it's like everything that RuPaul, um, the brand and the show do so well, which is that like consistent consistency of cleverness. Yes. Um, it's never mean. It's, uh, I mean, almost never. Um, I see you, Michelle Visage, and I'm not complaining. Um, it's like there's this feeling of like fun, of joy in wordplay, of joy in this beat of like you can just imagine everybody like piled in a you know convertible and rocking out to this. Uh, it succeeds completely in what it's trying to do in every aspect. Um, I, I just. It is like a marvel of um, construction and execution. It's just great. It's my new favorite song. Super awesome <laughs> so spring glad. jam. Thank you, Mark. Well, and to just talk about the wit in this song for a second, that is the reason that I brought up some of the more narcissistic elements of the previous album that Todd Recall released, because I feel like here... I mean, just 
bears oh my yes like there's so much in that teeny little like just the way it's said and the line it's oh god it's so good well because to me the the this song is the apex of that entire concept of if you're going to do something that is basically as ridiculous as repurposing the uh public domain story of the wizard of oz to tell a pop album story then it needs to be this witty and i'm so just just taking the the song the 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 chant that the witches guards do the o we o we o and turning that into lo get lo it's just ridiculous and brilliant and it really really makes me happy and there's a there's a line in the first verse that you didn't hear in the clip that we used where Todrick Hall raps about she didn't come through in a bubble butt. She had a tiny waist and a bubble butt. And it's like Glenda coming in in a bubble, but also a bubble butt. And I I, I just feel like Walt Whitman kind of was here in the spirit. I, maybe Emily Dickinson. I, 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 who can say? But I just. There's a Lion King reference. Yes, I, I mean, know. And also. And then there's all of the. There's all of the. Um, it's actually really uh savvy to make this sort of your concept album right because as part of the like cultural footprint i guess of the wizard of oz is the presence of judy garland and yes iconic nature of that film and of her for the gay community yes so that lets you, like, by using that story, it, it lets you say a lot of things in such shorthand. It's so concentrated, and I just think that's really smart. And that is another thing I love about this song, is that really there are layers upon layers upon layers of meaning. And it is, to me, so exciting that this song completely succeeds as a hot-ass club hit, <clears throat> but can also be de- deconstructed as text in a way that is pretty unique for dance songs. Like, I love Cher's Believe, but I don't think that I can deconstruct Cher's Believe in the way that I can deconstruct this song. You know what I mean? Like, No, there's because so much it's here. deep, but it's not heavy. Right. Like, Cher's Belief, as much as I have come around again to loving it after a summer spent partly on Fire Island, like, with every piece <laughs> of cotton in my ears, because you just could not live your life without hearing it. But, um... It's like it's a great hit, but it's neither deep nor heavy. Because, um, yeah, and this manages to have this, like you said, um, text and subtext, but it's still. I mean, it's not light exactly, but it's still a dance hit that succeeds as a dance hit without any of that. So, and it also is a great song to me because it manages to be not only witty as we keep saying but also very sexy like this is a song in which the gay folks are here to have sexuality and i find myself increasingly frustrated when there are mainstream depictions of gay people in fiction but those gay people never seem to have a sex drive and i love that this song oh, yeah. is sex- or that there's some straight girl's pet that right. fucking bugs the shit out of me yeah like they're just there to be cute for straight people but in this song there's a, there are obviously Dorothy, the Dorothy character, she comes reads as a straight woman, but then she she meets all of these different types of gay men, 
and they're all like sexual and then i think crucially when rupaul comes in then it's like now guess what i am the top bitch and i am sexy i'm in charge i am witty i'm powerful it's just basically also kind of a model of what i want to be in terms of coolness <laughs> it's just it's so um powerful and confident and smart and witty and sexy and Oh, that's totally where the sexiness comes from is the confidence and yes. also that it's funny. And I believe that you selected another short clip for us that I don't know about you, but I'm thinking ringtone. Well, Sarah, let me ask you. I have to ask you one question. And well, let's let RuPaul ask you that one question. Yes, indeed. Let's. Is you a good witch or just a bad bitch? You I mean, um. Do I have to choose, really? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm both. I feel like you're both. I feel like we contain at least these two multitudes. Well, here's the thing. The Duchess of D is both a good witch and a bad bitch. I think that's known. As I've been saying for years, and I'm cross-stitching on a pillow right now. <laughs> oh, I mean, But, sorry, I mean, yes. that goes back to what we were... Maybe they didn't think this deeply on it, but I'd like to think that... They did. RuPaul, at least, is absolutely that. Well, and um, Todrick Hall cult- is a really... Cultural a genius. And Todrick Hall is really sharp. I, I would imagine... Anyway, I, I have faith that both of them thought about these things, but carry on. But, yeah, but that in that line, like, yeah, it's just sort of like a good line and an easy rhyme and whatever. But it goes back to what we were just saying about this um, need sometimes for the culture to neuter LGBTQ and have it be like, well, here's the token, and it, let's act like he, she, je does not have genitals. And I like that in that line. It's like, well, why can't you be both? Like, the fact that that's where I went right. in my mind, I think is good. Because it's like, why does... It, it's sort of like that... Um, an iteration of the um, magical Negro problem right. in fictional yes. properties that it's like, why, why does the LGBTQ personage in this narrative ha- have to be perfect? Like, why is there a Madonna whore thing for gay folks as well? Like it's, it's bad enough for my people trust. Like we don't, we don't need to share that. So I don't know. I, I like that this song made, made us think about all these like, problematic paradigm sorry <laughs> no but i what i love about it is that i could literally be working up a sweat burning two to three hundred calories while working through all these things i have this yes it, like i have this thing, this joke that i have sometimes with where i'll be talking to someone about something and then i'll i'll start doing a crazy dance and it only makes sense in context, but it's this idea that like I'm down on one arm, I'm like holding myself up on one arm, I'm grinding the floor with my crotch, but then I'm trying to talk about gender paradigms or something. This song actually manifests that joke. It, the ludicrous is made real within it. And yeah, but not the ludicrous, the artist. No. <laughs> although we haven't really given him a chance to step to this, in fairness. But I, I have always had such admiration and gratitude that RuPaul is constantly doing that. Yes. That he and she are always bringing together that sense of fun and accomplishment in the text, but also the cultural baggage 
and making these like marriages of them that are thoughtful but not homeworky and that's why to this day rupaul in the lobby of my hotel in los angeles was my all-time favorite celebrity sighting absolutely so tall and fucking cool looking so thanks rupaul you're the shit and you too todd recall and the last thing i think we need to mention is that the video for this song equals the song i feel i didn't watch the video i just listened so let me tell you sarah do yourself a favor later today track down the video because the visual realization of this song is Oh my god, it's jaw-dropping. It's perfect. All I will say what I will say to you is this. The entire appeal of RuPaul to me in some way is encapsulated in the face he makes when he goes, "Oh, just a bad bitch." Let me just tell you, that facial expression, but also visually there's an in, there's a level of visual sucker on display in this music video that I find really thrilling and that's all I will say about it, but we'll post it in the show notes, of course, on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash podcast, and uh, we'll make sure that that video is there for everyone to enjoy. And uh, Sarah, before we go, I just I feel like we w- I-, I need to hear RuPaul and Todrick ask that question one more time, if you don't mind. I don't. Is you a good witch or just a bad bitch? You well, while you're uh, while you're reveling in that, I'm gonna go watch this video. And listeners, we will talk to you next week. Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, that's me, and Sarah D. Bunting, and edited by Sarah D. Bunting. Today's theme song was written by Laura Barger and Jack Baldelli. If you'd like to place an ad, request a song, or arrange for my fine co-host Mark to read your pop chart horoscope, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talksongs at gmail.com, tweet at us at talksongs, or hit up our Facebook page, that's at facebook.com slash podcast. And if you like the podcast, let us know. Leave us a positive review on iTunes or the podcast download interface of your choice. And please download the music you hear legally. Until next time, this is Sarah. And this is Mark. And this, this is, is Mark and Sarah, Mark and Sarah talk, talk about, about songs. songs. <laughs> Stretch it out! Talk about songs. Songs. I can't stop now, won't slow down I gotta emulate the BPM I hear the sea, they turn green It can be easy, I don't envy them Turn it up, let them scrutinize Wait up, cause the night is mine Turn it up, let me scandalize Yeah 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.